Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought Podcast. My name is Sabrina, and on today's episode, I want to talk about some ways that you can boost your immune system and stay healthy, both physically and mentally, during this super challenging, crazy, surreal pandemic experience that we are all going through right now. Um, to start today's episode, I want to go, I want to start with whatever floats your quote. So today's quote is when health is absent, wisdom cannot reveal itself. Art cannot manifest strength, cannot fight wealth becomes useless and intelligence cannot be applied. So this quote was super powerful to me. The way I pick my quotes is I'll just kind of read off all of these random quotes online and I'll just kind of see some. I'm like, eh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And there's one that just always speaks to me. And this one spoke to me today. And I think it's super applicable to what everybody's going through right now. And I'll kind of dive in um, and explain why. First, I just wanted to, this, this podcast for me is pretty therapeutic. It's a way for me to sit down and contemplate and think, okay, how are you feeling? How was your week? I record these on Sundays. Um, I used to record these kind of multiple times throughout the week so that I would have a bank of podcast episodes in case one week I just didn't do one because I was lazy. I don't know. But I decided, okay, I'm going to sit down every Sunday and just contemplate my week. And I find that on the runs that I've been going on lately, I'm thinking about what's speaking to me. What is my, my podcast episode going to be about this week? What is my soul wanting to express? And I think... I'm not alone when I share that this has been a super challenging time, both physically and mentally for a lot of people. Um, I feel super grateful that I still have my job and my income has not changed at all. So financially, I'm not stressing out too much, but this is affecting so many people who are jobless and um, in very financial hardships. We're facing financial hardships as of right now and are wondering how are they going to buy food or diapers for their babies and making sure that their whole family stays safe. And it's, for me, it's, it's super surreal and hard to conceptualize because it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I don't know anybody that's going through this directly. And so it just seems all, I don't know, like it's not, I, I can't really connect with it. The only thing that I'm experiencing is I can't leave my house. And whenever I go get groceries, people are wearing gloves and masks and that's the extent. So it's, it's hard to really wrap your head around something that's not so it's, it's, it seems too distant is what I'm trying to say. But nonetheless, I'm, I'm struggling physically and mentally and I know I have it better than most people and I feel very blessed and I wish that I could do more to help other people. Um, and I, and I'm sure I can, and I'll find ways to do just that. But as of right now, what I'm sitting with is I am Hmm. I don't know. I feel very lost. I feel very clouded mentally. Um, I, I've talked about this multiple times on various episodes that I have a temper and the best way that I express myself is through anger. And I had a full blown fucking tantrum, you might say a couple days ago and it, it was bad. I was screaming. I punched a wall. Felt good though, y'all. Just just kind of like punch a wall here and there, you know? Who knows? You might feel great after. I don't know. I fucking did. So it's it just symbolized for me that all of this pent up shit that I've just been bottling up for so long, 
just exploded, absolutely exploded over one conversation that I was having with my sister, my roommate. Um, and it got pretty bad, but then it made me realize like I had to leave the house and just go on a drive. I still practice social distancing, so no excuse there, but went on a drive and I just realized, whoa, that was my breaking point. And the usual things that I'm able to do uh, on a day-to-day basis to help me manage my anxiety and my, my emotions isn't possible right now. So everything's just been kind of piling up and piling up and piling up. And then it just, it, I blew up. And what I realized is that we, we create these routines on a day-to-day basis. And I think, I think this whole pandemic is really showing people how structured society is and for what and from who. That's what I'm kind of sitting with is we are given these agendas, if you will. You go to work, you take care of your kids, you take care of your family, you go work out, you come home, you get ready for your next day and you do it all over again. And on the weekends, you can relax. That's what most people do unless you have a funky schedule. But nonetheless, there's a routine that is basically assigned to you. And and from that routine, from your basic school or work schedule, you plan other things around that. And now most of us can't go to work and we're stuck at our homes and we're, we're losing our purpose and we're losing our sense of self and we're forgetting that, well, we can also set our own routines. We can set our own purpose just because we can't go to work or just because we can't leave our house to report to somebody at a certain time doesn't mean that our lives have to be purposeless and meaningless. We can find our own regiments, our own routines to start getting into and create our own definition of society. And that's what I've been kind of struggling with. I've been losing momentum. Um, I've been basically just doing work and I don't have any motivation or drive to do anything else. Um, And at first, I was like, okay, you know what? This is awesome. Now I have time to do my weight for weight projects and my shirts and my my book and my body positivity project and that project and this. And then I, I feel like I've, I've dipped my toes into every single one of my projects that I want. Is that the phrase? I dipped my toes? I dipped all of my 10 toes into multiple different projects. And I feel, I feel so incomplete that you know, there's something has been started with everything and there's no momentum to keep moving forward right now. And I was kind of stressing over that, like, okay, I have all this time now. What is your excuse, Sabrina? Get up, get up at the same time that you would get up to go to work at 4.30 in the morning, do your morning routine and, and make something of yourself. And I find myself sleeping in and being groggy and just going to work and doing work at home. And then when I clock out, I'm just, eh, I'm just going to work out and then just kind of I don't even know. I've just been like reorganizing stuff and cleaning nonstop. But when I think about it, it's like I'm not doing anything productive for me. I'm not doing any self-care for myself besides my fitness, besides going on a run or whatever. And I find my I'm finding myself gaining weight and sitting with this new new body image that I'm I'm sitting with. And it's not it's nothing crazy, but it's just it's different. There's a lot of change and and, and it's okay to contemplate change and question change and try to grow from it. And so that's what I'm sitting with. And I'm absolutely sure I'm not alone in any of these feelings. We're all going through a huge, huge, confusing shift. And we're trying to figure out who we are as people. And I think this is really having us, having everybody think about 
am I happy? Uh, what do I need to work on? Are there things that I, I've been neglecting? Um, I think for me personally, at first, you know, I was trying to get all my projects going. And then I realized maybe this is just my time to slow down. I never, ever, ever slow down. So I'm kind of exploring that right now in terms of me. I don't need to do my projects right now. Why do I have to do all of them right now? I don't. So I'm just kind of figuring out this new normal and trying to figure out my own routine to make every day purposeful, even though I can't do what I would usually do. But we just have to define our new normal. And that's, it's going to be challenging for every single person to do, but it's possible. And we'll eventually start getting into a a routine. I don't see this ending anytime soon. Um, But I think what is beautiful from all of this is seeing all of the videos of people just coming together all around the world. People being there for each other, everybody clapping outside their windows for each other and for all the healthcare workers and singing to each other and being kind. I think that's beautiful and it's wonderful. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I feel like the world for the first time since at least I've been alive is connected and it is feel, everyone is feeling this sense of community and um, we're all in this together. We truly are. There's not, you know, everyone is going through this right now, whether it's in your state or country or not. It's something that we're all hyper-focused on and trying to avoid and lending a helping hand to our our community or other countries. And I think it's really wonderful what's, what's, what's happening in terms of connection. So there's a lot of positives to this, but also obviously people are, people are fucking dying and it's scary and it's, confusing and how this happened so fast, I think is also hard to grasp. Um, but what is, what this has made me think about is every single episode that I talk about, I'm sure I say this at least once or, um, in my posts or on my website. And I talk about the fact that for me, fitness and exercise and eating well, all has to do with being healthy so that I can live a long, healthy illness-free life. And that's why I work out. And that's why more so look like I just feel good. And so I think I look good after. And that's, I think that's what the disconnect is right now. I don't necessarily feel good every day. So I don't feel like I look good every day. And I'm having these weird thoughts about my body. But besides the point, it's health. And that's why I move. I don't do fitness or core power yoga or running or whatever I do to be fit and skinny. I don't give a fuck. Um, that's just the byproduct and whatever. But now I preach, I preach, I preach health nonstop. And then people just, some people that I talk to just don't really see the value in taking care of themselves right now. Because again, out of sight, out of mind, if I feel good now and I'm young now, I can't really understand how I'll be older and ill. And we don't typically know or, or understand or basically wake up to different things unless we experience them firsthand. And now we're all realizing that at the end of the day, health is all we have right now. You can have all the money in the world. You can have the biggest house. You can have the best family. You can have the most amazing animals. Whatever the case may be, if you don't have your health right now, that's super fucking scary. And we're, I mean, yes, we're all at risk, but people who are immunocompromised or are sick with diabetes or have cardiovascular issues or high blood pressure or whatever the case may be are really taking a hit with this with this fucking weird virus going around and 
I hope, I really hope that this wakes people up in terms of their health and how important it is because you can have the best roof over your head, but at the end of the day, you are your body. Without your physical and mental health, what do you have in this world? You have nothing. And I think what this is forcing us to realize too is when I go outside, I'm seeing more people than ever, than I've ever seen walking outside. And it's amazing. It's like, wow, people are actually going outside and getting active and it's like we were all forced to do this by this virus. It's stay inside and go stir crazy or go outside with your family and enjoy the sunshine for a little bit and avoid social contact while still enjoying nature and the outdoors, which I think is wonderful. And what I think is as equally as important that we're all going through right now as well is mental health and how it's super challenging to be cooped up inside all day and not knowing what to do. And thankfully I have my job to keep me accountable for a set amount of hours per day. But if I didn't have that, I don't know what I'd be doing. I don't know what I'd be doing. And that's hard. It's hard to, to find the motivation and the drive to do something that seems so meaningless in the grand scheme of things. But um, I think we all have to take or make this conscious decision to get up in the morning, set a time to get up, whether that's 4.30, 5.30, 6.30, whatever the time is, set a goal and get up and do something that makes you happy, that makes you calm, that brings you a sense of purpose. Maybe that's waking up and that's cooking. Maybe that's waking up and doing a morning flow. Maybe that's waking up and going on a run or drawing or reading or writing or hanging with your children or your husband or your wife. Whatever the case may be, set a schedule for yourself. Set your own routine. Um, from this time to this time, I'm going to read. From this time to this time, I'm going to cook. From this time to this time, I'm going to relax. Whatever it is, you need to write down a purposeful agenda for yourself and something that brings you happiness, clarity, and purpose, I think is what's going to be extremely important going from here on out until this is all said and done. Um, and I keep telling myself, okay, I want to be more flexible. And I've been saying this since I've been fucking, since I was born y'all. And I'm still like, I, I swear I get more, more stiff as I, as the days go on. I'm so stiff and I'm starting, I'm, I'm at that age. I'm only 25, but I'm starting to feel it. I feel achy and my back hurts. Like my back hurts right now. Um, on my run today, all I wanted to do was just like stop and stretch because I'm so tight. Um, and I keep telling myself, okay, Sabrina, you're going to wake up and you're going to do a yoga flow. And then I wake up late and I'm like, eh, I'll just make a coffee and eat some toast and then just like do nothing. Um, and then, you know, it's just all these things that are just in my head that I want to do that I'm not writing down and not taking, um, it's that a step further and writing it down or really sticking with whatever I'm telling myself I need to do. And I think that's important. That's what we all need to do is write down an agenda. Um, be super active and take responsibility for your own self right now, your own life and take control over the situation. You can't help what you can control at all. We can't go hang out with our friends. We can't go out to restaurants. We can't go out to clubs. Um, we can't do our normal day-to-day -day things, but what you can do is take responsibility and take control of your own life within the confines of your home. And that can mean whatever you want it to mean. And for the first time, you have the power to create your own routine. For the most part, you don't have to report to anybody. Um, I do. Um, people that are still working do. But if you're not working and you're at home and you're just like, well, what the fuck now? How long is this going to last? Um, whatever. It's you have the ability to create your own agenda and to finally 
tune in to who you are internally and listen to yourself and process and meditate. And I actually tried meditation for the kind of like for the first time the other day. I didn't I didn't really like it. I also fell asleep. Um, <laughs> I did not like it. I, I can't lie. Uh, it was 20 minutes long, way too long for me. But I'm, I'm going to try maybe a different form of meditation to just calm my mind and just chill. Um, so it's, it's not easy and meditating and yoga and, and being active isn't easy and finding purpose in a, in a situation that seems very purposeless, meaningless, hard. It's, it's really challenging and this is challenging everybody and it's challenging everybody's, um, just everybody's being and sense of self right now. But Find solace knowing that you are not the only person going through this. And we're all kind of navigating this new normal together. Um, and what I think for me is, hmm, I, I, I just haven't felt so disconnected to myself in a really long time. Um, I feel like my body and my mind are just two separate entities right now. Uh, I'm trying to, to connect the two and feel as one. And that's, that's taking some time for me to do. Um, what I think is important for everybody to recognize as well is it just because you're off your exercise regimen or your fitness routine or your, your workouts, whatever you want to call it. I think this is important to realize that movement is what matters. Moving your body in whatever capacity is what matters, whether it's a home workout or going outside or going on a walk or going for a run, whatever the case may be, you can still move your body. And that's something that we're all fortunate enough to to be able to do despite the circumstances. And so kind of switch your perspective a little bit, even though your workout regimen's off and you can't go to the gym and do what you normally do, you still have the ability to move your body in whatever capacity. And a lot of wonderful fitness studios and yogis or whatever are offering free workouts online because they, they just want to extend a helping hand out to their community. So really take advantage of that and look at up things online, um, try different things. We have nothing but time right now. So this is the best time to kind of explore what, what this means, what fitness, I guess, means to you. Um, but recognizing that movement is what's going to keep us all healthy and whatever that means for you, just get the fuck up and move your body. This is the time where it's not the time to sit down. It's not the time to eat shitty foods and, and junk food and snacks and just sit on the couch. This is the time to really focus on your health because that's all you fucking have. And if you get sick with this illness and you cannot fight it, God forbid you, you pass away. And that's, that's terrifying to me. That is so terrifying. Um, and even, I mean, even some healthy people now are, are dying from this virus, but the best thing that you can do is do whatever you can to stay active, to stay healthy, both physically and mentally, so that you're ready to fight this thing. If, um, God forbid, you you um, test positive for this virus as well. So what I want to kind of shift gears towards is um, I want to talk about some foods that I researched online to help boost the immune system. I found 15 foods um, that you guys can eat at home. Super easy to obtain. Nothing's crazy. The first one is citrus fruits. And I'll just read a few of these off as well. 
Most people turn to vitamin C after they've caught a cold. That's because it helps build up your immune system. Vitamin C is thought to increase the production of white blood cells, and these are the key to fighting infections. Popular citrus fruits include grapefruits, oranges, tangerines, lemons, limes, and clementines. I just bought a bunch of clementines today. Um, I just eat them. I eat a couple of them in the morning, maybe a couple at night. I don't try to eat two in the morning, two at night. I just, that's what I gravitate towards, but love them. You can even put some lemon in some water, um, just squeeze a little bit in there and yeah, super nice, refreshing. Um, second one is red bell peppers. I frick fracking hate bell peppers, but it's number two. So maybe I'll start eating them, but I cannot stand them. I don't know why. Can't stand the smell. Nothing about those shits do I like, but, um, if it boosts your immune system, hmm, who knows? Maybe we'll try once more. But if you think citrus fruits have the most vitamin C of any fruit or vegetable, think again. Uh, red bell peppers contain twice as much vitamin C as citrus. They're also a rich source of beta carotene. Besides boosting your immune system, vitamin C may help maintain healthy skin. Beta carotene helps keep your eyes and skin healthy. Nice. Um, still don't like you about peppers, but whatever. Next is broccoli. Broccoli is supercharged with vitamins and minerals packed with vitamins A, C, and E, as well as many other antioxidants and fiber. Broccoli is one of the healthiest vegetables you can put on your table. The key to keeping its power intact is to cook it as little as possible or better, or better yet, not at all. I personally like grilled or yeah, grilled, fried, cooked, sauteed, whatever broccoli, but uh, the more that you guys cook your veggies, the more of the nutrients you deplete. So try to eat as many raw veggies as possible, especially right now, which I need to do better of. I don't, I can't even remember the last raw veggie I ate. Yeah, no, I can't. Mm, nope. Oh, well. well, we'll try to incorporate those. <laughs> Moving on. Garlic. I, you guys, I'm an Arab. Okay. So I put garlic in everything, including my cereal. That was a joke. I don't put it in my cereal, but I put garlic in everything. I love garlic. I love the smell. I think it's so flavorful. And if you're not putting garlic in your foods, do not invite me over to dinner because I won't come. But anyway, garlic is found in almost every cuisine in the world. It adds a little zing to food and it's a must have for your health. Uh, anyway, don't care about that. Uh, let's see. Okay. Garlic may also help lower blood pressure and slow down hardening of the arteries. Garlic's immune boosting properties seem to come from a heavy, heavy concentration of sulfur containing compounds such as allicin, allicin, hmm, whatever that sulfur containing compound is, consume it, everybody. Uh, moving on. Ginger. Ginger is another ingredient many turn to after getting sick. Ginger may help decrease inflammation, which can help reduce a sore throat and other inflammatory illnesses. Ginger may also help decrease nausea. While it's used in many sweet desserts, ginger packs some heat in the form of gingerol, a relative of capacitin. <laughs> Uh, anyway, ginger may help decrease chronic pain and may possess cholesterol-lowering properties, according to a recent animal research. So what I've been doing, uh, my mom has been making me this wonderful water. <laughs> she's been making me water. Uh, no, she's been making, she, she's been putting lemon and ginger into water. My mom can't make water. That'd be really cool if she, if she could make water. And if she could, I'd invite like a lot of people over my house to watch my mom like make water. 
but unfortunately she can't do that. So we just put ginger and lemon in our water. Okay. Moving on again, spinach. I love spinach. I put spinach in my smoothies and my eggs and my salads, everything. I love spinach. Um, okay. Spinach made our list, not just because it's rich in vitamin C, but it's also packed with numerous antioxidants and beta carotene, which may increase the infection fighting ability of our immune systems. Similar to broccoli, spinach is the healthiest when it's cooked as little as possible so that it retains its nutrients. However, light cooking enhances its vitamin A and allows other nutrients to be released from oxalic acid. Interesting. Did not know that y'all. That's fucking cool. I put that in my hash browns this morning, but I cooked the shit out of them. So I don't even think I got any nutritional value from that, but I ate it. So we'll just say, you know, I ate spinach. That's all that matters. Yogurt is next. Number seven. Look for yogurts that have live and active cultures printed on the label like Greek yogurt. These cultures may stimulate your immune system to help fight diseases. Try to get plain yogurts rather than the kinds that are pre-flavored and loaded with sugar. You can sweeten plain yogurt yourself with healthy fruits and a drizzle of honey instead. Yogurt can also be a great source of vitamin D, so try to select brands fortified with vitamin D. Vitamin D helps regulate the immune system and is thought to boost our body's natural defenses against diseases. Cool. I am very lactose intolerant, so I will not be having any kind of yogurt unless it's coconut yogurt. I love coconut yogurt. And I don't, now that I think about it, I don't think it even has the same properties, but I'm going to pretend it does. But if you are not lactose intolerant or vegan, uh, please take this advice because that is very, very good for you. Next is Almonds. When it comes to preventing and fighting off colds, vitamin E tends to take a backseat to vitamin C. However, vitamin E is key to a healthy immune system. It's a fat-soluble vitamin, meaning it requires the presence of fat to be absorbed properly. Nuts, such as almonds, are packed with the vitamin and also, are, and also have healthy fats. A half cup serving, which is about 46 whole shelled almonds, provides nearly 100% of the recommend, recommended daily amount of vitamin E. All right, guys, you, you heard them. Go ahead and count out 46 whole shelled almonds and just eat that every day. Yeah, I, I'm going to try that. So 46, not 47, not 45, 46 to obtain 100% of the recommended daily amount of vitamin E. So write that down. Okay, moving on to turmeric. Uh, I've been putting turmeric in my oatmeal and turmeric's kind of like sweet. I don't even actually know what it is. I, I hope this tells me what it is, but um, I put it in my oatmeal with some cinnamon and maybe some honey and some nuts and some fruit. So it's super, super good. Um, and some hemp seeds. And I'll eat that for breakfast or dinner. I had that for dinner last night. Anyway, turmeric. You may know turmeric as a key ingredient in many curries, but this bright yellow bitter spice, bitter, I don't think it's that bitter. It's like sweet to me. Anyway, has also been used for years as an anti-inflammatory in treating both osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. Also, research shows that high concentrations of curcumin, which gives turmeric its distinctive color, can help decrease exercise-induced muscle damage. Ooh, that's cool. I don't have that yet, but I'm sure because I'm so fucking stiff, I'll have that soon enough. But maybe I'll just like chug some turmeric and maybe I'll be flexible that doesn't make any sense. Next is green tea. Both green and black teas are packed with flavonoids, a type of antioxidant. Where green tea really excels is in its level of, woof, can't say that word, not going to try. Um, 
but it's an antioxidant. So that's all that matters. Uh, it has been shown to enhance immune function. The fermentation process black tea goes through destroys a lot of the uh, antioxidant that's found in green teas. And green tea, on the other hand, is a steamed and not fermented. Oh, is steamed and not fermented. I don't know what they're trying to say, but anyway, it helps your immune system. Green tea, who would have thunk? I don't really like green tea that much. I like the concept of tea, you guys. Like, I think, ooh, like sitting at night with a movie and like a cup of tea sounds so cozy, doesn't it? Doesn't that sound so cozy with like a candle and a blanket? So I'll do that and I'll like make my tea and then I'll sit down on the couch and I'm like, I don't want to hold this, first of all. I'm I'm annoyed that I have to hold this. And, and two, I'll have like four sips and I'm super over it. I would rather have a cup of coffee, but... If you're a tea drinker, or if you're not a tea drinker, drink some green tea during this time to boost that immune system. Next up is papaya. Guys, I hate papayas. I think they smell like ass. Um, (laughs) I fucking hate papayas. Okay, if there's anything I hate, it's bell peppers and papayas. Both of those things. Everything else I'll stomach. Like, everything else is cool. Um... But bell peppers and papayas, dude, that shit's toxic. That's toxic in my life. I don't need that negative energy around me at all. But if you're trying to boost your immune system, looks like bell peppers and papayas may be for you. Uh, Papaya is another fruit loaded with vitamin C. You can find 224%, interesting, of the daily recommended amount of vitamin C in a single papaya. Weird. Papayas also have a digestive enzyme called Papain that has anti-inflammatory effects. Do you think the papain is what makes the papaya smell like farts? <laughs> Anyways, papayas have decent amounts of potassium, B vitamins, and folate, all of which are beneficial to your overall health. Cool. Next up is kiwis. We love kiwis. Like papayas, kiwis... Okay, did they just compare kiwis to papayas? <sighs> No way. Kiwis are naturally full of a ton of essential nutrients, including folate, potassium, vitamin K, and vitamin C. Vitamin C boosts white blood cells to fight infection, while kiwis, other nutrients, keep the rest of your body functioning properly. That's a super vague sentence, but all in all, looks like kiwis are really good for immunity boosting. 13 is poultry. When you're sick, chicken soup is more than just a feel-good food with a placebo effect. It helps improve symptoms of a cold and also helps protect you from getting sick in the first place. Poultry, such as chicken and turkey, is high in vitamin B6. About three ounces of light turkey or chicken meat contains 40 to 50% of your daily recommended amount of B6. Vitamin B6 is an important player in many of the chemical reactions that happen in the body. It's also vital to the formation of new and healthy red blood cells. Stock or broth made by boiling chicken bones contains gelatin and other nutrients helpful for the gut, healing, and immunity. Interesting. I never knew that. I never knew chicken or turkey was good for immunity. I know that kombucha is super good good for your gut. I know (laughs) super good for your gut. (laughs) Guys, I'm sorry. I had a matcha latte and I'm feeling fucking on crack right now. Um, But kombucha is super good for your gut. So that's not on this list and I'm... I'm just going to add it. That's going to be my number 16 that I add to this list. But anyway, next is number 14, sunflower seeds. 
Sunflower seeds are full of nutrients, including phosphorus, magnesium, and vitamin B6. They're also incredibly high in vitamin E, a powerful antioxidant. Vitamin E is important in regulating and maintaining immune system function. Other foods with high amounts of vitamin E include avocados and dark leafy greens. Ooh, I love avocados. I think I have maybe too many avocados a day. Like, I have like... I have like one avocado for sure a day and then maybe another half, which is a lot of fat that like I don't need and not because I'm afraid of gaining weight, but just because they're really high in fats and I'm eating other things that are also high in fat. So I shouldn't be eating that many, uh, but I don't give a fuck because they're really good. So moving on to the last but not least shellfish. Interesting. Shellfish isn't what jumps to mind for many who are trying to boost their immune system. No, you're right. It does not. Um, But some types of shellfish are packed with zinc. Zinc doesn't get as much attention as many other vitamins and minerals, but our bodies need it so that our immune cells can function as intended. Varieties of shellfish that are high in zinc include crab, clams, lobsters, and mussels. Keep in mind that you don't want to have more than the daily recommended amount of zinc in your diet. For adult men... It's 11 milligrams, and for women, it's 8 milligrams. Too much zinc can actually inhibit immune system function. What? Maybe we'll just avoid shellfish in this. I'm not trying to count 8 milligrams of crab for dinner. (laughs) Anyway, I hope this helped and gave you guys some insight that food is medicine is essentially what I'm trying to get at in this whole tangent it's not really a tangent it's really applicable but um very weird change of pace that I just decided to go off of but um food is medicine and if you think about all of the medications that we have in this in this world all of them are are derived by the properties that food uh has on our bodies and People who create these different medications are looking at these different properties in food and how it helps our bodies and what the properties are and the nutrients that they contain and what they do and how they're digested to come up with all of these pills that are just stronger. But at the core, it's food. And so you can really reverse the symptoms of some things and really make sure that your body is is ready. And this think of think of food as your little army and it's it's ready to protect your body from anything that, that's trying to harm it. Um, and this is the time to focus on both your physical health in terms of movement. I'm going to call it movement in terms of medicine, which is your food and your mental health right now. This is about you. This is about your health and your body and your mind. So how are you going to start taking control of your life again in terms of everything that you've neglected based off of your movement, your mind and your body in general, and maybe your diet as well. Um, you're basically forced to sit in the confines of your home and question and understand everything that you've been um, neglecting or or questioning for who knows how long. So take advantage of that and and try to switch your perspective and see this maybe as a little blessing and as a sign from the universe that this is your time to focus on you. And rather than rather than sulk about the fact that you have to stay home and that you hate it and it sucks, think about it as it's a privilege to stay home. It's a privilege to stay safe, to stay with your loved ones, to um, maybe if you're alone, to sit with yourself and and understand and process and and improve and grow. 
and, and there's a lot of beautiful things that can come from the situation. And I think as each week goes on, I'm going to learn something new about myself. I'm already learning a lot of things. I'm learning that I need to control my temper. I'm learning that I need to, to relax more and um, come up with my own routine to get myself in a positive headspace so that my body and mind feel more connected. So if you feel like me, then you need a regimen and you need uh, some sort of routine that you're trying to keep yourself accountable for. So during this difficult time, recognize that at the end of the day, health is all you have. Your body is all you have. Doesn't matter how many people are in the house with you. Doesn't matter if you're by yourself. Doesn't matter how big or how small your house is. You have your body and that is it. So do everything that you can to make sure that it has everything that it needs, that you have everything that you that you need and that your mind is calm and relaxed and, and, and stable right now. Cause that's, you need that as well. Um, with that, I'm here. If anybody wants to just reach out and talk and talk about nothing at all or something in specific, doesn't matter. Just reach out to me. My Instagram is, um, at W A I T underscore F O R underscore W E I G H T. My email is waitforweight at gmail.com. Again, spelled W A I T F O R W E I G H T at gmail.com. Um, I will respond to you. So just let me know what you want to talk about. If you have any questions and we'll go from there. Um, in the meantime, it's a new week, um, a new opportunity to discover more about yourself, to, Try not to go stir crazy um, and to just discover and explore and just play. Be playful, um, enjoy and, and do whatever you can to be happy and positive during this super difficult and challenging time for the entire world. Uh, with that, I hope you guys all have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is for you. And I so look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yeah.